What up, y'all? We're back. We're better. We're here. I've now come to the conclusion that I'm just consistent with making the podcast. I cannot commit to a weekend simply just because of the fact that I'm doing things. And, like, for example, I'm in a kickball league. And so, like, what ends up happening is is I get so lost in the day and, like, trying to have a good time and enjoy myself but also do the things to like propel me and the things that I'm passionate about but also get things like that I need to get done for example like chores or grocery shopping things like that that I need to get done so just juggling all of it at the same time um as much as like I talk about consistency and things like that I think the best thing that I can do for myself at this point is just being consistent with making something once a week um, and promising that I will do that on a weekly basis. It, it can't guarantee what day in the week it's going to be at this point just because clearly I'm lagging in that aspect. But as far as being able to do something once a week, I haven't been lagging in in that area. So I'm proud of myself. I'm a little disappointed, but not 100% because like I said, I'm just proud of the fact that ultimately I'm making the content and that's what matters most so um sorry for any background noise I decided to do this one outside today I've been so busy so so busy with um really work and like life and you know trying to get everything together so um I thought about you know making this podcast about uh essentially a single parent household but I've decided to make it about like what that nine to five lifestyle does and um not saying that everybody might be on this page but right now the cost of living as a whole right your housing car market gas everything like groceries you know everything is going up and um nine times out of 10, especially for those nine to five folks, it doesn't mean that your salary is going up. Um, So I am making a podcast for you guys and kind of telling you what I decided to do. Um, So I, in the beginning of the year, took on a position in my company to give me vertical movement um, and just kind of to shed some light on who I am as a person and and how difficult it was for me to say yes. I didn't want to say yes and they're simply simply the reason why I didn't want to say yes is because I don't want to be a corporate head I I mean I want to be free really is what I'm after is my freedom and I don't believe you find freedom in a nine-to-five um especially when you're in those management positions you find salary a lot of times but you don't find freedom and as much as like um you know, now the cost of living and things like that require, I mean, I think at least in California to survive, you need at least $80,000 a year. And so to, to have that kind of conversation with myself and also to acknowledge the fact that I was at a manager position, I was, you know, about to be a district manager of a company and things like that. Um, but I was so unhappy and I was dealing with, um, Uh, technically, I guess, sexual harassment, which I learned a lot about myself in sexual harassment recently in the last, like, I don't know, probably the last week or so. I I learned a lot just because uh, of, like, going out and having something happen as far as, like, being harassed and, like, 
not doing really anything about it, you know, like instead of being proactive and maybe like swinging on somebody, I just was like, ah, and I like ran away. And I just like was like, whoa, I can't believe this happened. Um, and just kind of try to get myself out of the position as quickly as possible. But referencing back to those nine to five situations is, um, you know, I was in that manager position. I was dealing with some nonsense from people. And so I took the initiative to leave, you know, not knowing that literally, I want to say maybe three weeks after I left the pandemic kit. And so I was left with like a different type of job security, which was literally non-existent. I became an independent contractor for another company because I'm a sales type of person. And even though it was going well, what ended up happening is, is I got sick with COVID. And once I got sick with COVID, it was like that, you know, original strain of COVID that was beating people's asses. And I was getting my ass truly beat. Like I was down and out for a good three months. Um, and so like, you know, going back to an independent contractor, it wasn't the same. It really, I didn't even really have the option because now, you know, clients and even my manager at the time, like they were a little hesitant to have me within their home because I had just gotten better from having COVID and I completely understood. And so, you know, I took the initiative to like not work. I I made that decision. I'm not going to work anymore. I'm not going to work a nine to five. I'm not going to be an independent contractor. And I'm truly just going to try to figure it out for myself. And I failed. I mean, you know, I was able to maintain myself, um, but I was still like living at home and things like that. So it was maintaining myself and the lifestyle that I was able to have with not really worrying about everyday bills. Like today, you know, like now I have a roof over my head that I have to pay for. I got, you know, car payment, got car insurance payment, got, you know, all these different types of payments, you know, groceries, things like that, that I wasn't really having to worry about once I decided to go back home and add COVID time and things like that. So with that being said, I know that, and I hope everybody knows, is that you cannot find freedom, true freedom in a nine to five. If you equivalent freedom with your time, right, and wanting to do the things that you want to do, you won't have that opportunity with a nine to five. I mean, you could request what a lot of jobs have like wait, maybe like 10 days off for the year kind of thing. You know, you can request those days off. You can have your sick time. What is it? California just passed the five days of sick time. And, you know, every other state is so different. And I'm usually inclined to think California is one of the better states. So I couldn't imagine what other states are are offering as far as those type of things. Um, But, you know, and as far as investing in my time goes, I decided to give my time back to the man realistically because I said hey I need I want this that and the third I want to be able to invest and like be able to have generational wealth Um, a lot of times you know you hear about it comes from different things and really even building your own business a lot of times um, I believe it's the smartest move because I've now experienced both is is you should have a nine-to-five and you should have your business and you should make that your nine-to-five kind of supports you while you're doing your business until you get to your business to a point that you're making more than your nine-to-five and then maybe you can start having that conversation with yourself of like letting go of the nine-to-five um so it's just really having that conversation with yourself and where what what seems comfortable to you and also what is freedom to you you know what is it that you're looking for in a job in a business, in a investment, you know, all of those type of views 
are really the same view as far as where do you see your time going? Um, and so with that being said, at the time, I decided that I did want these things, but I didn't want to stress myself like truly managers do. Um, because you're worrying about numbers and things like that on an on a different level. Like, you know, you're not just worrying about it for yourself. You're worrying about it for a team, typically. Uh, and so once I took that initiative to say, hey, I don't want this area, but I do want this area of a nine to five, I was able to move forward and I was doing well. I was living in the Bay Area and in the entry level position and making good money. Um, and, you know, I was pay, getting paid hourly in commission. Like I said, I'm a salesperson, so it wasn't, I was making good commission money. Like, I mean, my, the person that I was working with, my uh, coworker, you know, my, uh, I mean, he was, he was a good salesperson too. So uh, it was truly just like having fun and a and, and little competition and things like that. Um, and so, you know, fast forward, I decided to take this position because I'm supposed to make a little bit more money. I'm supposed to work from home, you know, it's supposed to be you know, a little bit more beneficial for me. So I say, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'll say yes. And uh, I regret it. <laughs> I've learned a lot from it. I, I uh, took a $10,000 hit because of it. And let me remind you, it was a vertical movement within the company. Um, and I am being affected from it every single day. And I regret it because of just the financial hit that I took and like having to readjust when I wasn't ready to readjust and having to change up the game really is what ended up happening. And it's frustrating because I, I wanted to take steps forward every single year and every single day. And, um, I found that, you know, you can have yearly goals and that's amazing, but a lot of times if you have quarterly goals or, you know, every three months, so every 90 days, you have these goals for yourself of, of these small but huge steps forward in these different areas of life it tends to work out better for you. Um, and so me personally, I had these goals and they weren't being met at the same level that I was hoping for in that time frame. Um, and I was getting hit with all these different areas of life. And the biggest factor was financially. And so having that happen, you know, I yeah, am me. And so I, you know, I, like I said, I don't really want a nine to five anymore. I, you know, I want, you know, and I, I shouldn't say anymore. I never wanted it to begin with, but you know, I'm still seeking out my freedom. Right. And so with that being said, I'm also a firm believer, like they come, they go. Right. A lot of times I, you know, I was talking to one of the people I work with and uh, he was like, back in my day, you know, you would get rewarded for your loyalty to a company. And I was like, you know, man, I come from the generation that you could do the same position in three different companies and every company you switch to, you're going to get at least, you know, anywhere from two to 5,000 more a year, if not more than that. Um, and so that was a big one for me as far as like, oh, well, I can stay in these entry level positions and go to these different companies and do these different things and still continue to make more money in every year or two years or where however i see fit um time frame wise and loyalty wise and so here we go we fast forward and now you know we're close to the year mark of having this position and all these things of like my offer letter saying one thing the results saying another thing you know it was a whole new company as far as a whole lot of stuff 
and I'm not going to get into it because, you know, I'm not going to blast out this company. I'm just, if you know, if you know, you know, if you don't, you don't. And so, uh, with that being said, you know, I took the initiative to say, all right, well, I've said it in this way. I've said it in that way. I've talked to this person. I've talked to that person about how this pay this uh, yeah I've, I've talked to multiple people and it you know same conversation whether they're equal to me or above me about how this pay is not enough for anybody including myself um, and so even though i've talked to senior managers directors and you know had these conversations and these meetings i'm not being heard right i'm being kind of pushed aside because again i was once a manager i know that it's easier to kind of, um, I don't want to say like shut you up, but kind of be pass passive, or, you know, pacify you, I guess is the word I'm looking for. It's easier to pacify somebody when you're on a one-on-one basis. Right? If I'm your manager, you're my employee, it's easier to, to get you to be happy, to maybe boost your morale, or maybe say the right words if it's just you and me. Right? But if it's five of you and it's me, it's a little bit different. If it's 10 of you and it's just me, it's a little bit different. So with that being said, and knowing those things, I decided to take the initiative to be like, hey, I'm gonna come up with these plans. I'm gonna, you know, work with these, these uh, work on this email and I'm gonna send it in. Told the director, told the senior manager. But what I didn't tell them is like, I'm also gonna bring in other people. And I'm not, it's not gonna just be solely my email. It's not just only going to be my plan. It's going to be the voice of the people. So I got together like 20 people and we wrote a very beautiful, beautiful, I mean, absolutely amazing 10 out of 10 email. We came up with this plan and we said, hey, this is what our expectation is. And if you can't meet this and we can't have this kind of conversation quickly, right, you're going to start seeing a difference in the amount of work that's being done. You're going to see a difference in the amount of people that are leaving the company in this department, it's just going to, you're going to start to see the snowball effect of this decision. And so obviously my tone and the tone of the email was a lot more professional, a lot more, you know, explain, explaining the facts and things like that. Um, and the end result was a director saying, Hey, give me two weeks. I'm meeting with all these different, HR people, comp people, all these different, you know, managers of this, that, and the third department to try to come up with a better way to compensate you guys. And so I say this because I want everybody to hear it. Everybody who's in a nine to five, every, all of y'all uh, in and out workers, all y'all, you know, FedEx workers, all y'all, you know, hard manual labor workers. Um, I'm not in any of those fields, but I can guarantee you one thing. There's a there's power in numbers, right? If we could do that in every single workforce, I guarantee there would be change. If we could do that on a bigger level of just as a people and coming together and accepting that we're all different and we all don't see, you know, have the same values at the end of the day, but we could all agree on this one thing, whether it be war, finance, debt, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera will succeed because there's more of us than there is of them. And it's completely okay to say, hey, let's band together for this one cause. And then once this cause has been completed and the end mission has been met, let's stop 
being a unity, you know, even though I'm a firm believer in like we should, we're human beings and human beings are meant to work in a community. So we should still stay unified as much as possible. I also understand the facts that, you know, we're all different. We may not like each other for multiple, multiple reasons. But if you could take anything away from this conversation right now is if you're unhappy, I bet you you're not the only one, whether it be work, or, you know, like I said, the government, I don't know, whatever you, you may be upset about. Um, I bet you that there's more people out there that are equally upset, if not more. And if you can just have a conversation with them and say, hey, look, this is what I want to do. I would love for you to be a part of this. If you don't want to be a part of this, I completely understand. But I hope that it still works, that my voice still works for you and in your favor. Nine times out of ten. You're going to have these people on your side, banning together, ooh, banning together to make a change. And um, I think that it's important to make a change. I think it's important to realize that, you know, uh, what's that saying, though? Saying that says, like, the 1% is the 1% because we let them be. You know, it's enough that, you know, they could still remain the top, you know, 5% and still help every homeless person on the, you know, on this good good land here that we live on america wise and even like canada and everything else literally everywhere you can help these people if you were just open to fighting back and so i argue and hey i might be wrong but i argue that i think it's time for people to start banding together and step instead of being separate individuals um, and I don't expect it to happen overnight. And I really don't honestly expect it to happen at all. But I do know that I will work diligently and, and consistently to try to change the narrative and to try to make it more equal for everybody. Not because it's going to happen, just because it should happen. And just because we're humans. And like I said, we're meant to be a community. And we're all meant to survive. Um, and right now, that's just not the case. In so many areas, we're not surviving. And so with that being said, I hope that this kind of gives you an initiative to kind of think in a different perspective and maybe turn on that little light bulb in your head to be like, hmm, who does think like me? You know, whether you work at a restaurant or a movie theater, you know, are you, do you feel like you're getting compensating, compensated well? Well, not even compensated well. I don't expect you to get compensated well, I'll be honest with you. This is the United States of America. I expect you to get compensated relatively fairly. And if you're not, do you have the voice or do you know the person who has the voice to make the change? Um, And if you don't, you know, shit, I'll help you create that change. I'll help you come together and band together and ask the right people the right questions. so yeah, I I challenge you to question what you think freedom is. And I challenge you to think, is this fair now? And if it's not, what are you going to do to change the narrative? And if you decide that it's nothing, then you decide that it's nothing. But nevertheless, bless. And um, may your decision be the right one. Deuces.